to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? I'm so excited to chat with you today. We are getting right into talking about when is the best time to have sex if you want to get pregnant. And if you're someone right now who you don't want to get pregnant and you're not on hormonal birth control or you're planning on stopping hormonal birth control, but you're like, oh, Corinne, one of the reasons why I'm scared is because I don't want to get pregnant. This episode is going to help you too, because we're going to be talking about when to have sex to get pregnant. So for you, this is going to be when not to have sex, okay? And we've definitely talked about this throughout the podcast, but I really feel like it deserves its own episode because there's so much confusion around this and so many of my clients have heard crazy things from their doctor that are just not accurate when it comes to having sex for pregnancy purposes. So a lot of the different things that I've heard, and maybe you have been someone that's heard this, is to have sex every single day for two weeks after your period or to have sex every other day for the two weeks after your period, to have sex once you see a positive LH strip or to have sex once you confirm ovulation. And here are the problems with those things. And I would love to know if you've heard any of those things too. Like, I wish we were actually sitting together right now so I could hear you say, oh my God, I've been doing this. This is what my doctor told me. I'm pretending like you're sitting with me, but obviously you're not in real time. So always message me. I love hearing from you. But anyway, here's the problem with those statements. Not with the the statements of having sex every day for two weeks after your period or even every other day for two weeks after your period. Well, that problem is twofold. Number one, that's assuming that everybody ovulates on day 14 because what that's saying is, okay, the two weeks after you get your period are generally 14 days long and you will be ovulating around that day 14 mark, but that's not accurate. Not everybody ovulates on day 14, nor do you need to be having sex for the 14 days before you ovulate, which we're going to get to that in a second. But some people ovulate later in their cycle. I am one of those people. Sometimes I do ovulate earlier, like around day 12, 13, 14, but most of the time I ovulate around day 21. Specifically people who do have PCOS like I do, this is common to ovulate later in this cycle and to have a longer follicular phase. A lot of times people with PCOS will have times where they'll be trying to ovulate and then it won't actually happen and then they will ovulate later on. So it totally depends on you specifically, which is why it's so important to track this and to not just listen to a blanket statement of, okay, have sex every other day for two weeks after your period, which is not going to be accurate for a lot of people. So that's number one, because if you say you did do that and then you're like, okay, good, like we're good, I did it for the two weeks after my period period, but you don't ovulate till day 21, well, then you never had sex when you were actually fertile. And I'm going to talk about when you are actually fertile, but I just kind of want to go through why these are problematic if you have heard these things. The other issue I have with that statement of having sex every other day for two weeks after your period is it's kind of exhausting. Like It seems like it's a chore. I mean, you do you, but If I felt like I had to have sex every single day for two weeks straight or even every other day for two weeks straight, 
it would seem like a chore. It wouldn't feel exciting and spontaneous. It would just be like, all right, like, let's go. We have to do this. And I know some of you can connect with that, especially if you have been trying to conceive for a long time. It kind of takes the spark out of things. And thinking that you have to do that is just not true. And I feel like it could not only put a strain on the actual conception process, but it could put a strain on the relationship. So that is why I have so many issues with that statement and why it's completely not true. We're going to get into in a second. The other statement that that I hear is, once you see a positive LH strip, have sex. Here's the problem with that. People will use LH strips, and I'm fine with you using LH strips. LH is measuring your luteinizing hormone, and the idea around it is that when your luteinizing hormone increases, it's letting you know that you're approaching ovulation, you're getting close to ovulation. The problem with this is that it doesn't actually tell you when that ovulation is occurring. It also doesn't tell you that ovulation is for sure happening or that it's confirming it. So I'm cool with you using LH strips as long as you're also tracking your cervical mucus and your basal body temperature. I'll link a podcast below where I go over that. But the issue with this is if you're waiting for a positive LH strip to have sex, you could be missing out on high quality cervical mucus, which we're going to talk about today is the most important thing when you're talking about conception. And if you're just waiting for that, you could really be missing out on fertile days because you're just waiting for this test strip to tell you that it's positive. And also it's inaccurate because some parts of the day it'll be positive, other parts of the day it won't. So again, I just don't believe in basing our, you know, fertility or our life on technology alone. We have to use the signs our body is giving us. So that's the other issue that I have for that. And then the last one is once you confirm ovulation, well, once you actually confirm ovulation, you're no longer fertile because in order to fully confirm ovulation using your basal body temperature, you need to have three higher temperatures in a row. And once you confirm those three temperatures in a row, that's three days after ovulation, you're no longer fertile. Your fertile window has now closed. And if you're like, Corinne, what are you talking about? Higher temperatures, basal body temperature, like what is this? Go back to episode 123. I will link it below. I'm not going to get too much into that nitty gritty. I will talk about it in a second, but for a deeper dive on it, head to episode 123. I also have a whole training on it, which I'm going to talk to you guys about at the end because I have an exciting bundle thing going on right now, but I'm not getting to that right now. So just hang tight. Okay. So those are my issues with the advice of having sex every day, having sex every other day. When you see a positive LA trip, once you confirm ovulation. Okay. The best time to actually have sex if you want to get pregnant is when you see egg white consistency cervical mucus. Cervical mucus, that's specifically the raw egg white consistency, equals fertile. That is the best time to have sex. And the amazing part is you don't have to have sex every single day you see the cervical mucus because sperm stays alive in that cervical mucus for up to five days. So say you're starting to see the cervical mucus and you are going to ovulate in like five days from now. You could have sex on that first day you see cervical mucus, ovulate in five days and still get pregnant. So it takes so much of the pressure away when you know that, that you don't have to be having sex every single day. Like I said, you do you, get after it, whatever you want to do. But if you're feeling that pressure, I want to alleviate that pressure from you. Now let's talk about 
cervical mucus because I what I mean when I say the best time to have sex is when you see raw egg white consistency cervical mucus. This is specifically in your follicular phase. So as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we have four phases to our cycle. Our menstrual phase, which is when you're actually ble- bleeding. Your follicular phase, which is what I'm talking about right now, which is the cervical mucus to look out for. Your ovulation phase, which is technically when the cervical mucus is happening. Um, your ovulation is really only a one-day event, but the phase could kind of stretch a little bit. Um, And then your luteal phase, which is the 10 to 14 days before your period when you are not fertile anymore. Some people in those 10 to 14 days before their period, and you'll know it's your luteal phase once you confirm ovulation, which again, if you're taking your basal body temperature, you know that ovulation is confirmed once you see that spike in your temperature. So before ovulation, your basal body temperature will be about 97 to 97.7 degrees. Some people do have temperatures in the 96s. And then after ovulation, you will see it increase about 0.5 degrees to 98 to 98.8 ish degrees for three days in a row. It has to be that higher temperature for three days in a row to confirm ovulation. And that will let you know that you're in your luteal phase and that you are no longer fertile. Now, you also, those higher temperatures should stay high throughout your luteal phase. And if you get pregnant, that basal body temperature is going to stay high. So if you see that basal body temperature is higher for more than 14 days, you know you're pregnant. Because if it's not, then your your basal body temperature will drop back down to 97 and it will stimulate your period, okay? So again, go back to episode 123 where I dive deeper into it if you're new to this. I just wanted to give you a little high-level overview so you could kind of understand what we're talking about today. So when I'm talking about cervical mucus, for fertility purposes, I'm talking about it in your follicular phase, heading into your ovulation phase. If you are someone that does experience the cervical mucus in your luteal phase, that does not mean you're fertile. Again, as long as you confirm ovulation, you're no longer fertile in your luteal phase. If you have cervical mucus in that phase, that could just be a sign of an imbalance where you have low progesterone and excess estrogen, okay? So when I'm talking about having sex with cervical mucus, raw egg white consistency, this is the phase after your period and before you ovulate, okay? Now, when you start, what I recommend is actually tracking your cervical mucus patterns because once you know your pattern, you'll have a better idea of about how many days you experience this raw egg white consistency before you ovulate. So once you track this for a while, you'll know, okay, I have this raw egg white consistency about four days, five days. Some people experience it maybe for two days before ovulation. So you'll know, okay, it's go time. Or you'll know like, hey, I'm, I'm really close to ovulation. Now's the time to have sex. I know I'm fertile because I'm about five days out from ovulation and sperm stays alive and cervical mucus for up to five five days. So you do not have to have sex on the day you ovulate. You just have to have sex within five days of ovulation. Okay. And again, once you see that temperature spike, you could, that could be an inkling that you may have ovulated. But again, in order to fully confirm it, you need three full days of the higher temperature. So knowing your pattern is going to be really helpful for you to know about how many days you have the cervical mucus. But in general, when you are seeing cervical mucus, again, the raw egg white consistency, because sometimes in your follicular phase in the beginning of it, you'll notice that it's about like a creamy consistency of cervical mucus where it's maybe just in your underwear a little bit. It kind of just looks like like creamy consistency. That is not, I mean, you can potentially get pregnant with that if it's closer to ovulation. Some people just have lower cervical mucus than others, but that's not like your peak 
peak cervical mucus. You can notice that in the beginning of your follicular phase, and then most people will notice a change in their cervical mucus as they get closer to ovulation, where it goes from that creamy consistency to that raw egg white consistency where it's slippery, slippery? Yeah, slippery, stretchy. You wipe. It's literally slippery when you wipe. That is when it is go time. Even if you see that and you're like, wait, but I'm experiencing this on day like 10 of my cycle and I normally don't ovulate till day 21, it doesn't matter because your pattern can change. Your ovulation date can change, which is why I want you to focus on your cervical mucus when it comes to having sex for getting pregnant or for avoiding it, okay? Because you can ovulate sooner or later than usual because your ovulation, is we're not robots. We don't just always ovulate on day 14 or day 15, 16, 17, whatever. You're not always going to ovulate on the same day generally when things are pretty imbalanced and everything is kind of normal, you'll ovulate around the same day, but your body, your ovulation responds to your internal and external environment, which means it can change. But what we always can rely on is knowing that that cervical mucus will uptick when we're getting close to ovulation. Why does that happen? Because our cervical mucus is produced by our estrogen and our estrogen increases the closer we get to ovulation because that's what's actually going to stimulate the follicle to burst. Well, so is LH and FSH. There's a bunch of other hormones that are involved in it. But for simplicity purposes, that is what's going to help. The cervical mucus is going to be produced. The reason why it's produced by our estrogen levels is because our body is really smart and it always is trying to get us pregnant when things are functioning properly. And it knows that we need cervical mucus in order to get pregnant. It's literally required. I did a whole nother episode on cervical mucus. I will link below. Sperm cannot stay alive unless cervical mucus is present. That is why that is your golden ticket, okay? So have sex when you see high-quality cervical mucus. I don't care if the day isn't lining up to what it normally does. Now, that doesn't mean that some people can have high-quality cervical mucus for like 10 days, right? Everybody's cervical mucus production is different, especially if you maybe have imbalances going on and you don't know. So if you are having it for like 10 days long and you have sex the first day you see cervical mucus, but you don't ovulate for 10 days later, then obviously if you had sex on that first day and you didn't have it again, it's not going to be viable because the sperm stays alive for five to six days. So as long as you're having sex within that five to six day window before ovulation, when you're seeing that cervical mucus present, you're good to go, okay? Um, Obviously, if everything's working properly, if your hormones are balanced out, if the sperm quality is good, like there's so many things that go into it, but just for talking about when to actually have sex. Um, that's So the best time is before ovulation. Now, about 24 hours after ovulation, you can get pregnant because the egg is viable for about 24 hours after ovulation. So when you see that initial spike in your basal body temperature, and if you haven't had sex yet, and you're like, holy shit, I see my temperature spiked, which means I can possibly, that can possibly mean that you just ovulated. Again, in order to fully confirm it, you need the three in a row. But if you see that spike and you're like, holy shit, we didn't have sex, you can still have sex that day that you see it increase because it's, viable for about 24 hours, but the best time is really before it um, because that's just going to give you more wiggle room, okay? Again, ovulation is not fully confirmed until three higher temperatures, so make sure that the way that you could do this to kind of keep track of it is if you're using an app to track your ovulation or usually the basal body temperature that you're using will come with an app, make a note in that on the day, like had sex. So you can see, okay, I had sex on this day because I saw a cervical mucus. And then once you're tracking your basal body temperature, you will know when it's confirmed and you could count back. And if you 
count back and it's within, you had sex within five days of when that initial spike happened and that spike stayed high for three days, you know that you could possibly have gotten pregnant because again, cervical mucus stays alive, sperm stays alive in cervical mucus for up to five days. I feel like a broken record, but I need to say this over and over and over and over and over. Okay. So that is when is the best time to have sex for getting pregnant. If you want to have a little bit of an overview of how to properly track your cervical mucus and your basal body temperature, I did do a podcast episode on it. A lot of people, this takes a lot of repetition and a lot of time to get used to. And it's something that my clients need to hear over and over and over again to really understand it. And it's just something that gets easier with practice. So I have created a complete training on it. It's called Your Fertile Window. And it it breaks down exactly how to do it. I give you examples of basal body temperature charts, examples of charts that are um, signifying that when you did not ovulate, charts that what the chart could look like if you did ovulate, how to track your cervical mucus, how to track your basal body temperature. Like it's a very in-depth training. So that is always available for you. That alone is $111. But if you're listening to this, which I'll link that below, because depending on when you're listening to this, I want you to know that training is always available for you. If you're someone who's like, I really want in-depth training on this. I want to see visuals. I want it to be broken down to me. It's like a hour training. So that will be linked below. But if you're listening to this in real time, um, it's the start of November and I'm doing some like early Black Friday sales. And what I'm doing right now, and if you're listening to this on Friday the 4th, this is going to be available for two more days until September the 6th. I put together but four most powerful masterclasses and I made a masterclass bundle. Um, and it's buy two, get two free. So it's literally a steal. It's completely insane, but I'm super excited about it. I'm just like feeling to the holiday spirit. I want to offer this bundle for you guys. So here's what this bundle actually includes. It includes the Your Fertile Window training that we just talked about. It also includes my supplement training, which you've probably heard me talk about. Um, all the details will be in the show notes. It also includes the Your Power Within Masterclass, which is teaching you about the different strengths that you have in every single phase of your cycle, so you can really hone in on them, the different emotions you're going to feel in every different phase. It's really teaching you about the power of every phase of your cycle. It's freaking amazing. Um, and the last uh, masterclass is in the it, masterclass in the bundle is the hormone healthy holiday masterclass. This is where I'm teaching you how to maintain hormonal balance throughout the holidays, mentally, physically, emotionally, while still enjoying your holiday season. So it's very timely. So if you're interested in that bundle sold separately, all of that would be $444. I'm selling it to you guys for $222. It's literally insane. And I'm so excited about it because I love these masterclasses and they're going to blow your freaking mind. So the link for that will be below. If you're listening to this after that time and that masterclass bundle isn't available, but you do want the fertile window masterclass or the supplement training, whatever, the separate trainings are always available just for their full price of $111 each. Okay. If you have any questions, you know where to find me on Instagram at Crane Angelica. I would love to support you in this. If you're not interested in buying any of the bundles and you just want to get a little bit more information on how to track, head to episode 123 of the podcast where I talk to you about it. But I hope this was helpful for you. Please reach out to me and let me know if this was supportive for you. I hope I explained it in a way where it makes sense. Really the the whole overview of this is when you see cervical mucus, raw egg white consistency in that follicular heading into phase, get after it because that is when you're fertile. Or if you don't want to get pregnant, wrap that shit up around that time. Okay. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, 
please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.